My name is Exxon Anderson and welcome to the Principal Podcast today. Today we're going to be talking about something that is, I think, super important for what's going on in our world today. Right now we have a lot of problems in the world. We have, I mean, there's a war in Europe. There's all kinds of uh, divisiveness, social issues, all kinds of things that, that you may or may not consider problems. But there's a quote by Neil A. Maxwell. At least I believe uh, it's by Neil A. Maxwell. And it says something to this effect. He said, most of the problems that are most vexing are things that government can't fix. They have to be fixed at a different level. Unless we rebuild marriages and families, then we're really just straightening deck chairs on the Titanic. Now, I want you to think about that. Most of the problems that are most vexing, vexing governments can't fix. So he also said something to the effect, you know, if you, if you don't have good parents, You'll never have enough police. You'll never have enough courts. You'll never have, um, I'm not sure if he said it exactly like that, but the principle is, and I believe this, that if you, the real root, the real headwaters are solid, good families. And so if you don't have good parents, what happens down the road, the problems we're seeing in our, in our world today, a lot of it happened because there weren't good, solid families where a mom or a dad could say to their children, you know what? We're going to treat people with respect. You know what? We're going to be honest in our dealings. We're going to try our best to do what's right. Doesn't mean we won't make mistakes along the way. Doesn't mean we can't repent, but we need to do our best to do what's right. And when you have parents who can over, over time teach their children those principles, you don't have issues. Here's another quote from Neil A. Maxwell that I really like. He said this, when the real history of mankind is fully disclosed, Will it feature the echoes of gunfire or the shaping sound of lullabies? The great armistice is made by military men or the peacekeeping of women in homes and in neighborhoods. Will what happened in cradles and kitchens prove to be more controlling than what happened in Congresses? I want you to think about that. Now, I'm in a unique position to talk about this subject because as an eight-year-old boy, I watched my mom die. And I'm now in my mid-40s. But now, over 30 years later, well over 30 years later, I know what my mom did as an eight-year-old, as a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, the things that she said, the things that she did that are still affecting me today in those short, you know, a little over eight years of my life. The things she did are having still a huge, a huge effect on me. And I know that. Even though I haven't given my mom a hug in over, in over uh, 30 years, there are things she said, there are things she did that are still affecting me today. And they're affecting my children. I believe they'll affect my children and my children's children. And I want you to, to compare this for a minute. You know, in our world, we have some people, you know, certain titles that are respected. For example, if somebody's a CEO of a company, we might say, well, that's, that's really cool. Uh, they do great things. And by the way, there's CEOs that do wonderful things in the world. The CEOs, um, you know, uh, they create hundreds of jobs or thousands of jobs or many jobs sometimes. And they do a lot to many of them that I know serve in their communities. But I want to compare for a minute here a CEO's long term influence with the influence of, let's say, a stay at home parent. In our world, the CEO a lot of times gets more respect. Someone who stays at home with their children gets less respect. But let's, let's see 
let's, let's just analyze this. Most companies, you know, in 10, 15 years are going to be either bought, sold, bankrupted, disrupted. They're going to be a totally different animal or they may not even exist. And so even though the CEO has this great kind of, you know, he's got a good title and he's got a good position, makes money, may have a lot of influence at the moment. Usually that, that, that influence peters out pretty quick over the next 10, 15 years. There are sure there are companies that last a lot longer than that. And, and they can do a, an immense amount of good in that time. I'm not trying to discount the, the awesome things some CEOs do, not at all. But I want to con contrast that for a little bit with a stay-at-home parent. You know, a stay-at-home parent is literally shaping the next generation. And the little tiny things that he or she does um, by reading to their children, by spending time, teaching them correct principles, teaching them to be honest and good, you know, they're unseen. They're things that you can't see. But that I know from my own mom that the influence that she had in the short eight years that I knew her, and of course, I don't even remember the very early ones, is still having an effect on me and it's affecting my children. In fact, I believe that a stay-at-home parent, um, and not even, and by the way, let me, let me qualify this. There are a lot of good parents out there who are unable to stay home with their children. That for, they need to work, they need to support, they would probably love to, as many of them. So and I give huge prop and honor to those parents. I'm, for, I'm just using this as an example so you can see the long-term effects. A, a parent who really cares, their influence could go on for hundreds of years, thousands of years. In fact, if you think about it, I want you to think about this. For example, I live in America. Did I choose to live in America? Well, I'll tell you, one of the reasons I live in America is because I had an ancestor or more, more than more an ancestor who decided to get on a boat and come to America a long time ago. And that decision that they made hundreds and hundreds of years ago, or some of them less than that, has resulted in infecting me. Uh, the language I speak, the culture, it's affected my religion, it's affected um, all kinds of things. And it was a decision that was made hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Now, that's a real obvious one because it's geographic and so you can actually see it. The less obvious would be what kind of a parent were they? What kind of a parent did they pass down? You know, are they patient? Were they not patient? Were they, you know, these kind of things that you can't see as well are still really, really real and they're passed down and influence. I'm, I'm being influenced in ways I don't even comprehend by my ancestors, by the kind of people they were when they were alive. It's having a huge effect on my life. And believe it or not, it's having a huge effect on your life. And I want you to think for a minute, is what I'm doing right now, the little decisions, how is that going to affect if you're a parent, your own children? And just so you know, if it affects them, it's going to affect their children and their children and their children. And so the effect that a stay-at-home parent has over the years is much, much greater than, in my opinion, than any CEO. A CEO may have a great effect in the short run. In the long term, not going to be as great. So when we talk about things, you know, there was a great man uh, named David O. McKay. He said, no success can compensate for failure in the home. 
It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how famous and great you become. It doesn't matter what you do out there. If you're a failure in your home, nothing's going to compensate for it. So, you know, I have this theory that the world is upside down. That the, the people who are, at, are seemingly seen at the bottom are actually the ones who have the most influence. And I think it's true in the scenario I just said right here. CEOs have less influence than a stay-at-home parent, even though they get more uh, uh, props, I guess you could say, in today's world. Think about that today. And as you make your decisions, think about how am I going to take care of the people that are really important in my in my own family, my loved ones, my relationships, and realize that that influence is going to far, far, far outlast anything you do at work. Let me, let me just point out one other way. Do you know um, if, you're, if your great-great-grandfather, do you know what your great-great-great-grandfather or great-great-great-grandmother did professionally? Do you know? My guess is that you might, but there's a better chance you might not. You don't care if they had the coolest horse or the coolest plow or if they had they were the coolest people in the neighborhood. That doesn't matter to you. But the kind of parent they were, whether you like it or not, is still affecting you today, kind of in the same way, like that more obvious example that someone, someone, might, someone in my ancestry moved to America and it's affected everything. But the kind of parent, you know, were they patient? Were they kind? Were they loving? Were they not? Were they all those kinds of things filter down through the generations? And so today, as you decide how you're going to use your time, I hope that you can keep that thought in mind. Thank you for tuning in today. And we hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.